Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we know, it's that the journey to financial independence can be confusing. But it doesn't have to be. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money to help you find the next step on your journey today on Talking Sense. To all my love struck fellas and ladies out there hoping to get married soon, this is the episode for you. And that's because today we're going to be talking about a very taboo premarital uh, topic, and that is what to do before you say I do. And that's the prenup. Back in episode 77, Mm -hmm. we discussed a little bit about the more practical and essential uh, housekeeping items that help you start off your marriage on the right foot. And when we talk about the right foot, we're talking about the right financial foot. That episode, it was talking purely about how to prepare for combining finances Mm -hmm. successfully in marriage. Yes. And so that's kind of like the what to do to be ready to say I do there. Yes. This is a topic that really kind of goes into finer details of just asset protection. Yeah. Yeah. And first we're going to start off by saying that we're not practicing Mm -hmm. attorneys, right? So uh, you should definitely contact a practicing attorney in regards to your specific situation. Uh, and also, very importantly, don't hear us saying that we believe that a prenup is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not advocating for them. However, research does say that prenups are a growing trend, especially among millennials. And we feel like education is important, even if it's yeah. not something that we feel strongly about. If it's something you're considering, we want to provide you some opportunity to understand it better so that if it is a good fit for you, you can identify that and take steps to kind of apply it to yourself. Yeah. So as always, we're going to come at this from a financial perspective mm-hmm. and help people understand a an important tool that could help uh, some people out and protect them in very important ways. Mm-hmm. We know that some people are a little superstitious about this kind of thing uh, because they feel like it keeps spouses at, at arm's length and could create tension, that kind of thing. I think you know? for some, they misinterpret it as a trust thing. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and for me, certainly I would. If I'm just being mm-hmm. brutally honest, if my husband had approached me and said, hey, I want you to sign this prenup, I'd been mm-hmm. like, uh, you're planning ahead for our divorce. What? Right. Yeah. But we, I think a lot of people are realizing divorce is a real risk with marriage. Not that I'm an advocate for it, but there are a lot of people saying, look, let's just be logical. And if something were to happen, especially if I'm, you know, someone who has a large estate or I have very specific inherited assets, I think some people are just wanting to have a protection in place just in case, but more so to create space for trust. Yeah. And and that's the thing, though, you know, for a lot of uh, most of time with uh, regards to prenups, the, people believe that it's something for only people with large estates mm-hmm. or, you know, with uh, a very high income amount or, you know, a business or things like that. But the reality is that they can be actually used for a lot more than just that. And and the thing is that just because you get, for example, car insurance mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're looking to get into a car accident. Right. right? In the same way, just because you uh, get a prenup doesn't mean that you're looking to get divorced. I mean, the, the divorce rates, you know, as far as, mm-hmm. as that goes, right, that you pretty much have a 50-50 chance of having a successful marriage right. is is obviously a much higher rate than you know going out today or driving out and getting into an accident. So mm-hmm. again, it's just something, something to consider because the odds aren't exactly in our favor. And I think because it's stigmatized, a lot of people don't understand what it does, what it can't do. Um, and so it just becomes, as you mentioned earlier, taboo. So really all mm-hmm. we're hoping to do today is help you understand it, take away the taboo, Because when it comes to finances and it comes to relationships, keeping things off the table for conversation is not healthy. 
Right. So understanding it better may help you just have the conversation and it may not be right for you. It yeah. may not be right for your relationship, but at least you've had the conversation. Yes. Yes. And it's important to talk about these topics. So first we're going to start off with just what is a prenup? And it's basically an agreement signed by two individuals uh, before becoming legally married. Mm -hmm. And it details each spouse's rights and responsibilities in the event of uh, one's death or of divorce. And I didn't know that. So I knew that it had, you know, implications for divorce. I never realized it also has implications in the, in the case of a, a spouse p passing away. Yes. So that was something I learned from this information when we were going through that. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be useful for protecting in different ways. So one of the things I didn't know about was protection from debt. So pre-existing mm -hmm. debt, maybe from a former marriage, which is more common. I mean, I'm remarried, so there's no judgment there for me. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, family heirlooms, certain yeah. property. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of different facets to it. There's others as well. Yeah. So, you know, if you have if you have a business, right, if you're a business owner or if your family owns a business and you're uh, just by being, you know, part of that family, uh, you have a certain interest, right, mm -hmm. or a certain amount of ownership and that family wants to make sure that the business is kept in the family, right, then that's another way to, to protect that. Uh, if you're a business owner, a way to protect uh, or keep you from losing 50% mm -hmm. of that business, uh, that's that's a huge consideration. In, in cases like mine where you have a blended family, we chose mm -hmm. to use a trust to kind of create our asset protection, but a prenup is another way that we could have helped mm -hmm. kind of separate assets for the sake of making sure the kids are protected mm -hmm. if something were to happen to one of us. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially so in, in your situation where you've got kids from a previous marriage, then that, that creates a, 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 another dynamic that helps uh, protect their legacy and you know uh, and their their financial well-being. And this may be even more important in cases where maybe a, a, a spouse has passed away. I have clients who have assets that are in a, an estate account currently mm -hmm. or a trust account from where the spouse had passed away and it's very important to them even though they've maybe remarried that those funds be set aside for the kids. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of those ways that you could use a prenup if you didn't have the trust in place would be to kind of in advance set aside a certain chunk to go a certain way as well. Another part of that and kind of a little bit of what you talked about is, okay, yeah, if you have a big estate, right? If, or if you're um, hoping or if you know that you're going to receive a large inheritance, mm -hmm. right? Um, to be able to, to help protect that. Uh, and lastly, uh, and I think very, very importantly, is just to avoid an ugly divorce mm -hmm. battle, right? And I think we've talked about the word protect a lot. I want to be clear. I'm not talking about protecting it from your spouse in a healthy mm -hmm. marriage. I'm talking about, say, you get married and you realize that your spouse was a drug addict, drug addict mm -hmm. or they have a gambling problem or something like that that is not mm -hmm. something you knew about before. Then, yes, you need to protect finances um, for your children, for yourself. But also it's about protecting the state from making a decision for you. It's That's really right. not about protecting it from your spouse nine times out of ten. It's about protecting it from state law making things happen that you wouldn't have agreed to as a couple mm -hmm. prior to your marriage. Absolutely. Because you can have a plan or the state can create one for you. That's true. That's true. And, and here's the thing, you know, divorce, divorce is never the intent. And just to kind of bring back the analogy of, you know, the, with the, the car insurance, obviously, you know, uh, having a car accident is never an enjoyable experience. Right. Right. But if it's, it's much easier to navigate if you have car insurance mm -hmm. to help, you know, with the whole financing part of things. Uh, and, and so in the same way, you know, that's, that's, uh, kind of what the intent is for for prenups to just, just make it a lot less of a painful process than it already is. Yes. Yeah, so and we talked about the state 
can make a plan for you if you don't have one in place. Do understand that for any legal document to be binding, to be executable, it does have to fit within state law. So this isn't something that you should just draw up on a computer in your bedroom and sign and assume that the courts are going to adhere to it. It needs to be something that is done through an estate planning attorney or someone that knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, the state law will be able to determine, uh, you know, the share and the management of your property of debt and income. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like you said, I, I wouldn't want the state to determine any of those things for me. Yes. They, they <laughs> don't exactly know my my needs or have my, my needs at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we mentioned car insurance. It's sort of like life insurance. You know, we we have to have insurance for certain aspects of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, we often hope we don't have to use it, but it's better to plan ahead than to just kind of arrive somewhere and be like, well, we're here. Now Mm -hmm. what? Um, You know, with retirement, the one you choose is in all likelihood going to be the best one for you. Um, You don't want to let that happen by chance. So agreeing to, you know, just like with the retirement, you've got to decide where you want to go, what that looks like, Mm kind of have a little bit of foresight. Um, If you're looking at doing a prenup, you need to think about your current assets, future assets, things like that. And try to make sure you incorporate as much as is necessary mm-hmm. on the front end so that you're not creating more chaos than you need to. Yes. And and I, th- I think also the timing of it is is important, right? Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hopefully it, it, when you're just getting started, right, you've got all of those strong feelings for one another mm-hmm. and you've got goodwill towards one another's, another. So I think, you know, uh, starting that at the beginning allows for kind of the, the most peaceful terms and mm-hmm. also for you to uh, draw up something that is in both both people's interests. Yeah. And I think, you know, no one should be stuck in an unhealthy situation, mm-hmm. um, especially if the only reason you're there is your fear of financial ruin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have this in place, I can see again, I'm not a big proponent for them, but I can see where it would create some space that you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about, okay, if something happened to me and and we needed to separate, I would just be ruined. But at the same time, doing it without the emotion, like you mentioned, you're in a good place Mm -hmm. being able to say, okay, if something were to happen and you lose your mind at some point, or I lose my mind at some point, what is reasonable while we are currently in love with each other and we are currently making wise choices in our relationship, Mm -hmm. I can see where that would benefit. Um, and, And you looked up the average cost for this. I was actually shocked that it's not as bad as you would expect. Right, right. So according to Forbes, the average cost of a prenup is about six hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. as of twenty twenty two. So yeah, it's not going to break the bank for you. Mm-hmm. And we talked about lowering financial stress. Yeah. So we we already talked about okay, you know, coming to this process in in a time when you are at peace with one another, kind of the benefits mm-hmm. of that, right? And then how uh, through the marriage it also could uh, provide for a less stressful marriage because you're not worried about okay, you know, the finance of things get into arguments, you know, things mm-hmm. that normally happen, happen in any marriage, right? But not having uh, that hangover as, okay, what what am I going to do? What, what would happen to me? That it, that being a huge uh, benefit as well. And and also, I, I think a lot of the conversations that you, that you have in order to prepare a prenup are also just conversations that I believe most couples should have anyway I was just going thinking into that. a marriage. Whether you choose to do it or not, having those conversations about healthy financial boundaries are important anyway, which is really a lot of what we talked about in episode 77 Mm -hmm. was having healthy conversations about your finances, being honest with each other about your good, your bad, your ugly, and planning together for your future, Mm -hmm. even before you're married. 
So I can see some of these benefits, even though I will be honest, when we first started talking about this, I was like, oh, this gives me heartburn. I don't know why. (laughs) But I think it's just that old school mentality of like, this is a lack of trust, but it's really not. I I think we have to learn to take our emotions out of financial decisions, even when it's dealing with someone we love. Yeah. Because we're always going to make wiser choices when we do that. So -hmm. we've talked about some of the benefits of considering one. What are some of the cons that people need to be aware of? Yeah. So some of the the most important ones, I think, uh, are that we don't really know the future, every every future event that's going to happen, right, or every possibility uh, of of those uh, future events being clear to us. So it might end end up that a prenup might be skewed mm-hmm. in one's favor. Yeah. So if you had a spouse who originally was on the path to a really lucrative career, and in mm-hmm. that prenup they said, you know what, I'm not going to ask for alimony as part of it, and then they end up deciding to stay mm-hmm. home. Well, now they're going to need that support, and they've waived it. Right. So. That's one of those ways where maybe planning ahead, there should be some wiggle room in there. You know, be careful mm-hmm. what you're willing to give up or, or ask for because it might come back to bite you yeah. and cause some tension between your families. And I think that each each couple is different, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some people, some spouses might choose to keep these conversations between just you know the, the two parties mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes you know tensions could arise between families in having these conversations and and you know looking to bring everybody in. So. That, that's another another con to this is that, you know, it, it could be a tough conversation. And I would say, depending on your relationship with your family, it might be a good time to learn that they don't need to know everything about your finances, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, it's it's one thing to seek financial advice from someone who is a good mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, but also one of the important lessons to learn in marriage is that you, too, are the family. Everyone else needs to be somewhat external to mm-hmm. a degree, at least. Um, So creating some boundaries, some healthy boundaries is probably a healthy thing to do anyway. But if there are strong feelings in the family, that is something to consider Mm -hmm. because you don't want to start your marriage off with heavy tensions. Absolutely. One thing that could cause a lot of tension is things like child custody Mm -hmm. and child support and that kind of thing. So but those things are not uh, things that can be covered with prenups. And in my experience, those are the most tense topics typically. Mm -hmm. So just understand that divorce is ugly no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, But you cannot take care of that in advance. So you're going to have to really just understand the limitations. I yep. guess is what I'm saying, you know, don't go into it thinking this thing's going to be magical. And if something goes wrong, it's going to be rainbows and unicorns. It's not, it's ugly no matter what, but you can educate yourself, plan ahead, whether it's on paper or not, mm-hmm. and, and make sure that you guys are on the same page before you even get started. Yeah. And another question that you know, a lot of people get is, okay, I'm already married. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what can I still do something? Or, you know, if you're interested in something like that, there is such a thing as a post-nuptial oh. agreement as well. Uh, and so it's something that, that also get used, gets used for these exact same reasons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, can also provide those protections. Uh, you want to make sure, obviously, that you're still in a good place within the marriage to, mm-hmm. to uh, have that conversation and have those agreements. And maybe it's there's some benefits to doing that down the line as you get to know the person even better. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and I think, too, if you're in a spot in your marriage where you're trying to work through some trauma or some some circumstances that have happened, I could see where something like that could provide some framework for the person who's been wronged, possibly to just mm-hmm. feel comfortable to try yeah. and trust. And I'm certainly a big advocate for saving your marriage. So um, anything that can help people, you know, rebuild and re repair is mm-hmm. certainly something I'm a proponent of. Yeah. Yeah. And so, for example, uh, a, a famous postnuptial agreement uh, was signed by Matt Lauer and his spouse, Annette, and I don't know how to pronounce her last name, so I'm not going to try, uh, but it's it's uh, 
it was known to be a very drama-free type of mm-hmm. uh, contest there, and they had a postnuptial agreement that they signed eight years into their marriage. Oh wow! So yeah, so just to again uh, provide a little context, a little color into that whole conversation. Uh, but yeah, so uh, what would you say your two cents are? The thing that I learned that was interesting to me is that prenups are not just for the super wealthy. They can also provide important protection to both parties Mm -hmm. to make for a more tolerable worst case scenario. Because again, divorce is never the outcome we want, but it can just take care of some of the decisions early so that you're not fighting over every single detail. Yeah, definitely. And you know, whether you get a prenup or not, whether it's for you or not, finances are some of the most important conversations Mm -hmm. that you can have with your spouse. And so we encourage you to have these open conversations over these topics well ahead of the wedding day in order to set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. That's a wrap for us today on Talking Sense. Thank you so much for joining us. In order to view more episodes, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available for you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and GenWealth Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.